This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Still the do you need a ride? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's changed. We we we're actually yelling about have you uh, liberals got, now. <laughs> have you ever gotten in the wrong Uber or Lyft? I've done, but I've had someone. I'd let someone into my car in front of the old UCB because I thought it was a valet guy. Wow! And he thought you were the Uber. Yeah, but he got in the back seat. And I'm I like, did that to someone, and he was terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And then another time in Austin, I was picking up my. The girl, my girlfriend at H-E-B, the girlfriend at the time at H-E-B, and uh, I was waiting for her, and there was a car in front of me that looked like my Mustang, and she just got in that car, and the old guy driving, start, he just started driving. Neither of them noticed, and I was just laughing. Why is this happening? And they got to the corner, and then she finally got out, and boy, did we have a laugh. I like somebody that's like, oh, no, but sure, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> And then he just starts grabbing at her. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> like a Betty Boop cartoon. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> a rule like Sir, no, we don't do this anymore. No, he was from a different time, a simpler one. Oh, come on, sweetheart, we just won the war. <laughs> and that sounds like my voice, so she just thought it was me. <laughs> grab her, grab her, and grab her again. <laughs> Grab <laughs> um, James, I needed to tell you, I, this is something I remembered when you uh, went and did your errand, is my dad used to send me all of your Mike Lindell sketches from um, Kimmel. Yes. He, and he couldn't understand that it wasn't actually Mike Lindell. Really? He yes. thought it was. He thought, look at him melting he goes, down. Why would he do this? And I'm like, it's Dad, so... I am telling you, it is James Adomi, and I know him personally. And he was like, it's crazy, this guy. He's making a fool of himself. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it isn't actually Mike Lindell. <laughs> but... I, this problem happens with my great uncle as well, who's <laughs> alive here, who's always like, 
we want to tell me when you're going to be on TV. We would love to watch you. And then I usually forget. But then once in a while, I'm like, hey, by the way, yeah, you could tune in tonight. And then I get the complaint the next day. We watched the whole show and we didn't see you. And then you're like, well, no, you saw the part with the pillow guy. Yes, I I disagree with him. And I was like, well, that was me. Oh, well, they should have made it clearer that that was you. That's not the point. The the point is that it is unclear. (laughs) Arguably, though, he's right. If I was better at, like, the showbiz, I'd be like, yeah, the point would be, hey, that was me. No, Um, I disagree. There's no way. You gotta disappear into the characters. (laughs) I think there's probably a lot of people that think that's really him. I think you have single-handedly taken down the MAGA trend because you... I need a ride, that's for sure. Oh, oh, Mike, you're here. I I heard that I was mentioned. I come... Hold on, I'm I'm on the top of a glass and look... I'm looking through the clear roof of the thing. It sounds... Hold on here. What if... I I just came down... I was trying to get out of Hollywood. I heard the strike was happening. I'm not, it looks like I'm on the top of a glass-bottom boat, but it looks like there's a Tesla car automobile underneath it. Can you please? Is there a way I can swing around and get inside the darn thing? Yeah, get in here. We'd love to have you in here. I shift. Oh, boy. Flipping. I haven't. I want a bender. I said, I passed out. I passed. I white. I had a whiteout. No. I had a whiteout in St. Paul, and here I am, woke up in Central Hollywood. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, Jimber, Jiminy Crimble must have, he must have, I think he whacked me out up in the Minnesota and brought me out here, trying to teach me some kind of liberal lesson or something. Mike, what have you been doing since, um, you know, in the last... Oh, gosh, I've been up to everything. I... <laughs> I've I lost I lost twelve billion dollars yesterday. Oh, on, they, the Supreme Court keeps telling me I'm wrong. Let me tell you, the Supreme Court's going to learn a lesson or two when I'm done with them. <laughs> I lost twelve billion dollars, and then I gave money to my charity. Which what's the charity? Well, it's my own charity. I give money to oh, my charity. It's, it's a it's a I would call it a shell corporation, <laughs> but it's a pillowcase. <laughs> you just shove some cash into a pillowcase. Look. And that's what my pillow is good for. It's not just for sleeping on. You can also stuff, stuff cash in it. You can put bricks in it and use it to defend yourself. When the deal goes down wrong in the middle of the big park. Have you been doing a lot of park deals at night? Well, we just got done with the state fair up there in the Twin Cities, of course. And boy, oh boy, you can camp out there. People don't notice it. It's halfway between St. Paul, Minneapolis. And you, get, you can camp out there. And they go, hey, who is this? You're not supposed to be sleeping here. And you go, no, it's not me. It's just my pillow on a stick. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I see a lowrider El Dorado there in that 7-Eleven. I think I could probably score from him. Hold on. I'm going to roll out of a moving vehicle. No, 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 no. Tell James to get back in. Oh, he's already gone. Shit. And we lost James. Oh, oh. James is back. Thank you. Oh. That was intense. Um, yeah. I heard all God, that. That guy is a lunatic. He's on drugs for sure. I was I was standing terrible. on the running board on your of your car. Oh good. Um, you have I know it's a Tesla, but you have an old fashioned yeah, running that. board for the valet attendant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of valet guys just ride along like it's a trolley and announce the different intersections. Remember when it was like a car was such a grand thing that like 
people would welcome its arrival at a place. <laughs> uh, let us let us stand on your car for a while and help you get out of it. <laughs> yeah, Karen's car thing. brings that back. On my my dad used to drive Volkswagen Bugs, and we that was the thing. It was like, don't tell your mom. But when he came to pick us up from school, he would let us <laughs> stand on the side of the car, stand on the running board, and hold on to the rolled down window. Because the old ones did have a yeah. little running they board. They had on a them? little running board because that, like, they didn't change the design since. The Third Reich. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, that's true. So we used to be able to stand valet style, stand on the running board and wow. uh, it, drive it, around the playground and basically do that for 30 seconds. Then yeah. my dad be like, seriously, you can't tell you. They used to call it a Nazi porch <laughs> for your car. Well, that's not a lot of people know that. That's so great. It was pretty fun. I love it. I loved I went. I'm bringing it back. I'm going to install I, one I on my Honda. Could, I wish we could. Is there a, I mean, why do they have, couldn't they have just changed the name from Volkswagen to anything else? To anything else. Yeah. It's an unfortunate history. Yeah. And it's it, even to, to buy one in German would be problematic because you'd have to be like, Ein Volkswagen! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't roll off the tongue in a cheery way. We're going to get coffee. Do you enjoy coffee? Yeah, I'm. I quit drinking it for the most part. Um, I do everything else, um, <laughs> but I have decaf, so I can have oh. decaf whenever I want. And you can also have a cake pop. That's a rule. Yeah, and good news—they don't fully bake it. It's just dough on a stick, <laughs> covered in lard, <laughs> dyed brown. Where yeah. are we going to the my pillow? Guys, yeah. <laughs> he picked Mike up again. He said he needed everything's on his dick. Once he scored, he needed a ride. No, yeah. there's a there's another drive through Starbucks ahead. Yeah, you. Oh wow, that's how you've mapped this out. It is. I'm yeah. sorry to tell you. <laughs> I do apologize. Oh boy, I love. Um, there was another bit that I don't think makes it into the special uh, about because it's local, and when you record a TV right. stand up special, everyone, even a. For, Agents you no longer work with come out of the woodwork and are like, don't do any local material. <laughs> Dead relatives rise from the grave and yeah. go, well, obviously don't do anything about Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, because it's not relevant to anybody. Right. And then it's so, so, uh, and then I give a like, what if I do an Atlanta joke? Are you insane? So I, I did, I, I have this like bonus joke that's about uh, LAX because I've, I grew up in LA and my whole life, everybody disagrees about everything. The city's fucked up. There's many things wrong with it. It's a broken city. Mm -hmm. No one agrees on what should be done, and that's good. But there's one thing that all human beings agree on, and that is there should be a train from somewhere of to course. LAX. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, that's the one thing they won't give us. And when I was young, I was like, when I was 23, uh, I've been an adult, I guess I've been an adult for 25 years. And so when I was 23, they opened the Expo line. No, the, no, no, excuse me, the Green Line. Right. That's okay. what it was, the Green Line. And they were like, uh, well, they won't stop complaining about this train to LAX, so let's give them almost that. <laughs> and we were like, great, a train. On the, if you look at the Thomas Guide, it looks like it's going to go to LAX. Where did it stop? It stops, it's still there. It stops in El Segundo. Oh, A God. mile short of, of LAX. Course. Yeah. One mile short of LAX, deliberately. And you're in, 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 they're like, 
Yeah, well, don't worry. You can go to El Segundo. It's not even like. walkable. That means you would have to go on that underpass. One, one mile on through the pedestrian forbidden underpass. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's on the wrong side of El Segundo, too. It's not the part where you would leave your wallet. It's yeah. <laughs> on, like the warehouse side of El Segundo, so there's nothing to even do there. And it's so El Segundo, so they don't have warehouse parties because they outlaw fun in that city. I just want to say you made the two two fans that are uh, a tribe called Quest fans happy. <laughs> just that. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's basically like trying to walk over the Bay Bridge. And then you're like, well, stuff. maybe I can work with this. A yeah. train to El Segundo at least. Yeah. Where does this train originate? They were like, Norwalk. <laughs> There's nothing in Nor. There's nothing in Norwalk. I grew up here. KCAL nine used to be in Norwalk, and they got out. <laughs> and then the, their attitude is like, "How dare you?" The Los Angeles Registrar's Recorder's Office is in Norwalk, <laughs> and all thirty of the people in that building can get to within one mile of LAX whenever they want. <laughs> and then when I was uh, what ten years ago, when I was like thirty three, they opened the. Uh, Expo line. That's the one that they open where they like, they won't shut up about this train. Fine. Here's the expo line. And they, it's expo as in exposition, as in what could have been in a better future. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the expo line goes from downtown and you think it looks, oh, it's headed toward west. It seems like it's going to the airport. And then it, you're like you, halfway down, you can look out the left window of the expo line and you can see LAX. You can see it. You don't just see the airplanes, you see the structures. You're like, turn here on La Brea! And they're like, no, sorry, we're going to Santa Monica. Oh, my. And, and you're it, like, is there an airport there? And they're like, yes, but n real people aren't allowed to use it. <laughs> Only Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> so it takes you even further away from LAX. Yes. It, it just gives you a visual taste. Now you're stuck in Santa Monica. Oh, God, which, you know. That's... If we, here's... Here's the here's the punchline of the bit. I'm doing material here on your podcast, the, and we're interrupting you. No, no, it's I know, fine. I know, but uh, that's why I'm making it more conversational. <laughs> You're really good at it. Only a seasoned listener. Could. No, but the punchline: if we were to leave here right now mm -hmm. and drive to LAX from where we are, we would cross over four or five trains that don't go to LAX. <laughs> and where? Yeah, they just take people to Santa Monica to go to the mall. Like, that's yep. a priority. I wonder, there has to be a reason why they want LAX to be difficult. Well, they're building the train. I know they're, build they're building the train. They have, like, the construction going. But I think that it's a Potemkin village. Yeah. I think that they're just doing that for show, for the Olympics, just to get everybody here. And wow. there's going to be a bunch of athletes and dignitaries. And they'll be like, sorry. It was just it's all cardboard and wood. We've just been stacking wood for 20 years. <laughs> It's going to be, somebody was talking about that, where they're like, when we host the Olympics, there's going to be an influx of like 2 million people, but also apparently we're hosting the World Cup right before that, like a year or two before. And then there's going to be an influx of like 1 million people for that. We're just like, how is this town going to work in any way when that happens? Oh, God. Can, yeah. Is the World Cup just going to be down at like the new stadium? I don't know. I mean, can how... We, can we could just, just maybe... Oh, fuck. <laughs> get, I gotta leave, move out of L.A. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not good. Everybody needs to come to the Valley just for, like, two years. Just ride it out, huh? Ride it out over in Sherman Oaks. It'll be fine. 
Yeah, that that's one thing I noticed when I moved here. There's a lot of things in Los Angeles that are just built to be like, hey, if you can't handle it, go back. Quit yeah. chasing your dreams. Even the price of a, of a parking ticket will be like, oh, I have to go back to North Dakota. Yeah. I, it is, there's so, so many things here that'll make you go home. And I think that's why it's like, well, people keep coming here. Why make it easier? And the, I think the airport, access to and from the airport is the best way to keep people from chasing their dreams. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like, we want you to know from the get-go that there's a few things wrong about this city that we have. There's some very wealthy people that don't want to fix it. Right. And don't want you here. And they really don't want you here, except that they're going to make money. I'm so confused. Okay, you know. You know now. Okay. You found the end. You found it. You, see? <laughs> you found the secret you Starbucks. See, see what I know. Karen Kildareth <laughs> has defeated our efforts to obscure <laughs> our coffee, sir. Caffeinated choices. <laughs> that's just any, that's any generic villain. Yeah, some kind I of lo- some kind of dark mage. <laughs> <laughs> I see she's four of us once again. <laughs> My favorite bit of your and I'm not making you <laughs> <laughs> the, the wrath of Khan. <laughs> there is a long letter in here, but uh I'm opening a gift card that I received in Boise, Idaho. Do you we'll have just your go. uh your Podcast guests write letters to themselves. Uh, Jordan, Jordan. Wait, the next time they're this on This is the... James at twelve. This is yeah. This is uh, oh oh. This is there's a lot of specifics. Oh, it's with, a fan letter. And to you as well, Karen, Chris, guest on the lease. Uh, they say you better be funny. Just kidding. I know you will be. That they knew you were going to be on this, Jordan. So here we go. Here's the purchase card. Thanks. That's not what they're called. Here's the purchase card, and then. My chest opens up. we will thwart her with a fraudulent purchase card. <laughs> Hello, I'd like to buy $800 worth of coffee, please. Do you have your purchase card? Yes, it's right here. <laughs> it's worth 1000 What is the maximum amount you can put on a, a purchase card? The most I've gotten <laughs> yeah. for Starbucks? 50 no, I mean, like, can you put, like, $20,000 in a Starbucks too. card Burnout. and smuggle it across the border? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you were doing at the bank. <laughs> well, I was, I was like, I was like, uh, well, there was some, I mean, you were parked around the corner. There were some alarm bells that went off. It is so funny. That is probably a version of that is okay, a good money, have to pause. money Every, laundering idea. What does everybody want? I am. Um, oh, God, they have. Oh, yes. You can have anything oh, you want, James. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, can I get a triple tall one pump mocha hot and then all the grande coffee hot with almond milk and a grande coffee uh, with almond milk? Uh, get, a, get a decaf latte with almond milk. Can we get a grande decaf latte with almond milk? And then we're done. Well, I'm excited to see your special. I was going to go to the taping. I have a good excuse. I can't remember why, but I knew it went off. I had an alarm go off, James. You really did? Go to the Elysian. It's funny. Nate Craig, our buddy, was there. Yep. Always loved seeing him. My old, my old seven-year... Dude, buddy, so funny. Yeah. No, no, it's so fucking funny, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Nate Craig. Dude, check this out. Good buddy of mine. So not he, I could do better. You know what's 
I've always known about, I haven't always known it. I learned because he was in the same house for seven years. Right. He's uh, very good at impressions, but he doesn't like, that's just hanging out. Have you noticed he can morph into people? Sure. Just, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people just don't do things in their act. Right. Yeah. I, you I don't know. believe in it. Yeah. <laughs> can't stand behind it. Yeah, I can't. I'm one of these types of guys. Get on stage and start assuming some voice. <laughs> when I moved here, there was some, I can't remember who it was, like a, a new manager that kept almost by, sending me messages and voicemails telling me I need to start doing characters. Barry like, Katz? And, and it made me, uh, no, but he definitely knew her. <laughs> this is. I'll, I'll say her name after we're done. Uh, th this is a character that Nate and I do with each other back and forth. It's like the California guy. It's like a deep California beach guy, but he's just from any anywhere in Southern California besides Hollywood or Beverly Hills. This guy's from. Okay. And oh, actually, hold on. This is. Oh, there he's oh, coming in. Oh, does he need a ride? Yeah, this oh. is. He should get in here. This okay. is my buddy Bromy, and he also knows Nate Craig. But there's okay. sand on his feet. Dude, what's up, dude? Seriously, you guys are fucking <laughs> legends, dog. You guys are fucking legends, fucking driving around. I listen to the fucking pod. Dude, I'm from fucking. I'm from fucking. Seriously, I'm from Redondo. But, like, I got cousins up in Manhattan Beach, like, fucking everywhere, dude. I was in Thousand Oaks last week. <laughs> dude, fucking working on my truck, fucking trying to fucking raise my truck, got to lower my kid. <laughs> dude, you guys are fucking animals. Whatever they're fucking putting in the water, dude, you guys are fucking huge. <laughs> dude, I was with my buddy Eugene, and he's got fucking cousins in all five Covinas, dude. <laughs> He got he got Corona in Corona, dude. Because he's fucking working. He's fucking working. He works at he fucking he works at this factory where they take hats and they flip them backwards on people's heads. <laughs> and he got fucking he was in Corona and he fucking got Corona, dude. I had I got Pomona Corona, dog. I know this guy. Right. Yeah. There is. There. Dude, anyway, fucking. I got to talk to a buddy over here, dude, because oh. I got to fucking. I got to fucking figure some shit out, but you guys are welcome to come by anytime. Thank you. I'm just right where the 90 crosses the 105, right there by like Tyler's Surf Shop and Burger Sharks. Dude, sick. Sick. Fucking keep it up, dude. Do you have a little bit of chaw in there? Yeah. Is that what we're hearing? The dude, that's... The detail work? Dude, that's... <laughs> dude, you wouldn't even fucking believe it. That's just fucking... That's just a... You know what? Uh, you know what? A nunical? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I fucking quit, but I got a fake chaw in there. <laughs> it's just a pebble I fucking picked up at this construction site. <laughs> dude, I think this is my bird scooter picking me up. So I'm going to fucking get out and catch my bird. <laughs> Fucking sick dog. Bye, buddy. Fucking keep it Bye. real, dude. Keep it real. <laughs> oh, Eugene's For sure, friend. for sure, for sure. <laughs> Eugene's friend. That is so many people that actually lived near that apartment we shared. <laughs> One guy had like two limousines that uh, were supposed to blossom into a business. Did you ever see the leopard limousines or in that? 
No. There yes. was a guy. No, yes, I <laughs> yeah. know. This yeah. is a whole scandal. Yes. Because he, like, defrauded people or what? lived in them or something. What? Yeah, I think Nate knew someone, a girl. I've heard the story from that, Nate, like, maybe. That, yeah, that uh, uh, the, he left this guy roof. Why do I, the moon roof. The sky roof? I'm, I'm sun from roof? another, the sun. It lets just the sun in, not the whole sky. That's right. And also, sh- this girl shit in it because he was uh, funny and the guy was an asshole. But he has had he, to. He tried the wrong thing, so she got up out through the sunroof yes. and shit back. He into basically the <laughs> he tried the wrong thing, and then they knew where he lived. He like abandoned them. Hey, want to ride in my limo? And he took them to a party, left them. And then when she was back in the neighborhood, she saw the limo and she shot into the sunroof. Holy shit. Which I... Because it would... That's it, sick, he had like, Yeah, it is super sick. <laughs> this guy had like four or five limousines that were like, or more, that were like leopard print painted. Yes. And, and as his branding <laughs> and nice. leopard limo he, yes. and had to move them every street sweeping day and they're not <laughs> easy to park and it's venice which is built over like the canals that they filled in yeah yeah it's not made for cars anyway no yeah. there's no garages there's no stacked garages like in new york city where you can just park like, for a no month. there's a few drowned people down there <laughs> that we just built the road right over yeah <laughs> I saved his business card. It, believe it or not, was called Leopard Limos, and uh, was the business card in le- leopard print? Yes, good. there was plenty. Yeah. Good, yeah, He's yeah. keeping the theme alive. It, it, yeah, and then so that's what I would have said as a consultant. <laughs> and then one, <laughs> gotta have a leopard print business. Card. Got to. Yeah, he uh, he had, that business failed. I want to see him screaming. At a an auto body shop and going like it's fucking cheetah, it's fucking cheetah, you ruined me. <laughs> yeah, the leopard ones are more of a black horseshoe shape with a brown dot in the middle, whereas cheetah is a full on. Fucking dot. this, look at this. I'm not. I'm running a fucking business, not cheetah choppers. All right. <laughs> He thinks of the animal and then finds the vehicle. It's very difficult business plan. He's like, well. Back to square one, and it's just, it's like a uh, whiteboard of like different big cats, different kinds of vehicles. Yeah. Lemur, Lemur. Yeah. <laughs> he, reti- he retired with beach bike because that's the last time we saw him. He was just walking a bike around with no tire and uh, ripping roses out of a rose bush. He had lost his mind. There's nothing, wouldn't it be cute to take a calico car? <laughs> hey, hop into a calico car. What if there's only $6 on this gift card? <laughs> oh. They're like, ma'am, could you pull around to our secret driveway and answer a few questions? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. About the Starbucks card? Yeah. There's Star- There's suddenly there's That's like Starbucks uh, security that shows up like at an airport. Yeah. Ma'am, are you authorized to be using this card? Can I see some identification, please? Pike Place, regular coffee with almond milk? I that's... believe that's me, thanks. Have you been drinking anything besides coffee today? <laughs> That's that's been the most exciting part of, of not decaf. drinking. Oh yeah. Oh wait, that's a latte. I think so. Decaf latte. Guys, we are in a moving vehicle with an entire podcast recording equipment underneath the coffee. <laughs> I know. I I know you. You're skillful. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, Jesus! I thought someone was honking on the horn. It's the yeah. honking hour. Yeah, it's they time. Were, I think they were honking over there, but. I'll put this in my door. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I forgot I left it up there. Have we... My brother once had a great mm-hmm. idea. And he said he wished that their cars could have like an unhonk 
when you realize <laughs> that you... the person was not wrong. <laughs> oh, that's great. To be like, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, remove. I, I want. Have we ever talked about your brothers? I'm so fascinated by the Adomian brothers. Me have, too. Have you met a lot of them? I've met zero of them. Okay. I've met two of them. Oh. Yeah, and they're uh, different from James, but one of them has the exact same voice. And at an old house you stayed at, I slept on the couch, and he came in, and I talked to him for like a half hour, thinking it was James, <laughs> but just thinking you were a little off, like because we weren't funny. riffing as much. He's in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was That's no funny. this back and forth isn't as good as I see <laughs> him with like uh, Josh Fadum or whatever. Because you and Josh Fadum would pretty much do. The oh, most watchable. I miss him. Oh, I do too. Miss him. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's still in Oklahoma. Really? He did our podcast um, during COVID from Oklahoma, and it was so delightful. Oh, I was just right. like, man, he's. The, I feel like those are the people I definitely never appreciated being around them in the comedy world. And it's yeah. like, oh right, these are all the people I get to be around. Yeah. Taking for granted, taking for granted, and then it's all kind of just. Gone. Yeah, I don't know anyone now. Everyone went home. And now we stand on the ledge of the future. Yes. We the survivors. <laughs> the community of what, not what should have been, but what is. <laughs> we did. It's a science fiction story inspired by the works of Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. Get your yeah. torn clothes and stand on the cliff. Ayn Rand, me first. Dear brothers live in Los Angeles? Mm, two of them. Yeah, I've only met two. Probably the ones that live here. Um, but they swap places sometimes. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's always one of us that doesn't live in L.A. It was me, <laughs> then it was another one, then it was another one. When there's an odd man out, where where does he always go? One of my jokes is when I do like an Armenian show or event, I go like, I'm a quarter Armenian, but I have three brothers. So together we make one very unconvincing Armenian. <laughs> I had a um, an experience in the Starbucks one time, and uh, there was an Armenian. I would, I think I'm safe calling him an Armenian gangster of some kind. He could have just been like in a really nice tracksuit with a very large necklace, sure. or he could have been involved in some crime. I don't know. There's also like yes, there's also like gangster fashion. There's gangster fashion. There's just like, yeah, there's people who are posers. Who knows? But yeah. this guy was intimidating. It he looked felt, tough. Yeah. He looked very tough. It looked. It seemed like other people were intimidated. And he was being so like, let me get you this. Like he right. was paying attention to me in a way where I'm like, hey, I'm wearing boot cut jeans and no makeup. I don't know why I am drawing your eye. And then I was like, this would be the best movie in the world. It's <laughs> like the Armenian gangster that like falls in love with you for no reason. <laughs> and then no. you're just like, sir, I don't, I can't live this life with you. You are pitching know. so many good ideas today. And I'm sorry. To I say, like that. The strike's over. It's another green light for right? you. <laughs> we need any kind of Armenian representation, good or bad. Yeah, right? Well, this is good. Yeah. I like that one. It's an un like, unexpected rom-com. And also, you know, it could the discovery could be, hey, just because I'm wearing a tracksuit doesn't mean I'm a gangster. Yeah, he's like, I'm dentist. I'm a, I am <laughs> a, have a great practice. And I like you. I notice you have great teeth. <laughs> this also, is why I love you. I also run track. It's very appropriate that I'm wearing this. Those were, um, I don't know actually if they were Armenian, but the guys in tracksuits that 
hang out in the grocery store parking lot on um, Vermont. Oh, no. Uh, Hillhurst. Hillhurst. Yeah. Those are the guys I missed the most during quarantine. <laughs> I was like, man, I would just love to see them just one more time. They're there. They're back. Thank God. We're so back. That Wait, they, there's a corner where a lot of tracksuit wearing men hang yeah, out? Yeah, between the Albertsons lot. and the coffee bean. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> they. it's like the... The, I guess it would be the northernmost part of the parking lot. They kind of park their cars all around each other and then, like, discuss things. Yeah. Smoke. It's great. Yeah. Sometimes I try to hang out around the edges like a, the wrong kind of pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hang out with the other birds. <laughs> Just poking your head around a little bit. But, you know, there's, like, different kinds of Armenians, different time periods that they immigrated here. Oh, really? Yeah. There's, so there's old schoolers? Yes. There's the, it, the different waves of genocide created different, like, immigration waves. Really? is That's yeah. totally serious? So, yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, the oldest ones came even before the genocide to, like, Fresno and stuff, when they were already getting persecuted and stuff. And then there's, like, the Persian Armenians, the Lebanese Armenians, the Armenians from Turkey, and then uh, since the 90s, the Armenians from Armenia. Huh. And that's, uh, like, all the recent immigrants are, like, Hayastansi. That's the word. Hayastan is the word for Armenian. And so the Hayastansi Armenians are the ones that are the recent arrivals. And can you spot the difference? Um, Or do you know it well enough? I'm not great. And sometimes I wait for people to self-identify, you know, because Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, oh, this guy's a Parskahai. And you're like, oh, no, I was wrong. He's actually Armenian. Armenian. But, um... You can tell if you know what to look for, right. like the way people, the music, the dress. Sure. Um, Where they put their folding chair on the, the sidewalk. Accent, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like, there's like class differences too right. about like how American they are for how many generations they've been here. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The only thing I can do that with, I can tell when someone started skateboarding. Really? Yeah. If I'm with a group. Like, like, like what? decade they started yeah you can tell by what tricks they do what yeah that's so crazy a mixed lip yeah well nowadays everyone even young people are so well-rounded and do their homework on youtube or whatever you can't even tell they do tricks from all eras so now i have no special what is the what is like a dork the dorkiest old-fashioned kind of skateboard trick someone would do oh I do a lot of them. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm not kidding. But oddly, they come back into fashion. Like, sure, because uh, they see you doing it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm setting the you bet. Uh, but you, I you did enough evangelizing in Venice, and now you're up in uh, <laughs> Eagle Rock. Yeah, no, yeah. it was very unpopular. My pressure flaps in Venice, but now they're coming back, and the kids are doing them. So I'm back too. A pressure flap. <laughs> A pressure flip, rather, flip. yeah, the, rather than the momentum, like you're flipping it off the ground, you kind of, you're, it's, you press down on it, much like you would uh, play tiddlywinks. You know what I mean? Do you know what tiddlywinks is? Mm-hmm. The, where you press the side of something to make it flip? Oh. Yeah. Oh, who's here? Who's here? Dude, I heard you guys fucking talking about pressure oh. flips. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> dude, I practiced that up on the fucking, <laughs> up on the fucking powder too, dude. I was in fucking... I was in fucking Big Bear. <laughs> I was fucking half tube. I was fucking half cap, half calf, half tube. <laughs> 
fucking bomb shredding down and I was fucking I was fucking six wings outside a tubular and I fucking let me tell you dude there was no powder in fucking Arrowhead when I was done I fucking shot it all over from Big Bear across the lake to Arrowhead dude that's fucking sick dude I started back Dogtown Z-Boys dog seriously that, yeah, that's the one thing that I think slal- if someone starts slaloming, set up some orange cones and start slaloming with feet side by side, like how you ride a scooter appropriately, that would be the only thing where it's like, what's, what's this guy doing? That's an old, old Yeah, that's two, that's two schools. Too many schools ago. <laughs> Dude, I fucking do rough, rugged. I do fucking rough, rugged outdoor fucking snowboards uh, in the it, all, all season, dude. Fucking hot weather. <laughs> Dude, no wheels, just down the brush, dude. Ohio style. Like in the woods. What's happening over here? That's a bubble car. Look of course. Uncle Jibo. Okay, there's too much. Okay, I gotta go check out this fucking bubble car. <laughs> Hold on, you guys. Fucking sick. It's, the, it's just like fucking Burning Man. <laughs> it just says the bubble bus. It's, and there's a website. What a what bubbles. a weirdo driving around with some gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Hey. <laughs> That's my favorite. We realize it later. Uh, yeah, that it's so interesting when the uh, the thing you're offering is just that you exist. My website <laughs> is about, yeah, I'm in a, I have a van and bubbles come out of it. Yeah. Do you want me to drive to your place? I'll drive to the intersection where you stand. From a, you for a to. small fee and a handful of liquid detergent, I, I will go anywhere. I just want to <laughs> congratulate James. Um, your space work is so strong, that last character, that when you knocked on the window, I was like, I know who's back. I know who it is based on the knock. I'm not kidding. Yeah. The way you did that was so realistic. I was like, hey, wait. Yeah, 10 years ago. Well, he's riding along on the fucking footboard, <laughs> I actually, dipping in, doing tricks. I almost I was in a panic like we hit a deer uh, 10 years ago when Jesse Ventura was on the roof, and it was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, scary. And when you listen to it, you can. It really sounds like you did good foley work. You should be, yeah. you know, old timey radio show, punching meat. Has anyone here the transmission? Has <laughs> anyone here the transmission? Is it coming through? <laughs> I shit. can hear you. <laughs> You're actually. He's here. <laughs> oh wait, is he in what the bubble ki- car? What kind of vehicle am I in? <laughs> bubble car. You, someone opened a portal. T- Someone opened a portal. I was I was offline, off grid. The moment I plugged in the modem, I downloaded my consciousness into the onboard computer. It's coming through the speakers. Just like in Foundation. I live inside the vehicle. Jesse Venture is facing. We've got to establish the foundation. A third party. There's a max headroom version of Jesse Ventura's face on the iPad right On the now. iPad that's affixed to the Tesla. That's fantastic <laughs> oh, engineering, man. God, it's amazing. <laughs> How much Minnesota can you handle in one podcast? I know. <laughs> there is a difference. There is a difference. I, people say, oh, you can't do a Jesse Ventura impression simply because Mike Lindell is sucking up the oxygen. So Let me tell you something, pillow boy. I've been in the ring. I don't just fight with cotton. I fight with I fight with leather and, and turnbuckles. You don't, nobody knows what a turnbuckle is. 
unless you've been in the ring. Oh. You're both from the Twin Cities? Yep. Twin City, turn, turn, twin city Turnbuckle. I'm from outside. I'm from, I'm from Moose Lake. Don't get it wrong. I was mayor of Brooklyn Park. St. Paul is a dump. St. Paul is a piece of garbage. There's a nice mall there, though. Look, I don't need a mall. Why would I need a mall? Just I've hunted n- predators. I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've lived on the edge of death. <laughs> what have you been doing lately, Jesse? Yeah. Well, thank, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> thank you for asking. Well, as you know, the, the two-party system is broken. That's a given. That's a given. You've got two wings of the same bird. You've got let's. You've got an office space. And a modified garage in the same <laughs> general building that's being put up for sale. That's against code. The left hand does not know what the right hand is doing. And that's really difficult when you're trying to put somebody in a suplex. <laughs> what I've been doing is sitting down with people, community by community, on a listening tour, where I sit down with them and I just make them listen to what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you changing hearts and minds out there? I don't. What do you? What do you mean, Karen? That I'm supposed to change a heart and a mind? I don't need. I don't need anyone's heart and mind changed. I am Jesse the Mind Ventura. <laughs> I had my heart blown out in the jungles of Central America in 1985 by the original Predator. <laughs> it was cybernetically re-engineered to allow me to run for public office. I'm a former governor. I am the body. I don't care if people change their minds or hearts. I don't mind being in a permanent minority. Elections are not about winning. They're about being right. You've Look, not- what I say is popular. What I say is popular. I'm right on all the issues. Every issue. You are. It's just that people think that I, I look like a guy who showed up without a date at a Jimi Hendrix cover band concert. <laughs> the kind of guy who sits next to you and starts talking about how he saw Hendrix. And I do. That's one of the great icebreakers. I've seen Hendrix. I've seen the Rolling Stones. And let me tell you, there's nothing like WrestleMania, McMahon. <laughs> do you still talk to McMahon? I don't talk to Vince McMahon. That's a valid question. <laughs> I don't talk to Vince McMahon. You know why? I tried to unionize the wrestlers. I tried to bring them together. And you know who ratted me out? Hulk Hogan. That's why I'll never talk to Hulk Hogan again either. Ratted me out. Vince McMahon fired me that day. He fired me. He fired me from wrestling, a sport which at that point I had not personally done in over 15 years. I was only an announcer. I was fired from a sport that I was retired from. Who else can say that? You think Chris Christie's going to have that on his resume? I don't think so. Jesse, I feel like you would really actually be the answer to... uh a lot of the political strife that we have today if you were still in well what i like to do is just dangle in front of the country (laughs) and go look i'm still thinking about it i'm four years older i've said this five times already i might be running am i running there's no way of knowing (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, what what ticket would you run? Would you be? Uh, Why would I have to r- r- run on a ticket just to get access to all the states? <laughs> you would. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Seems like. Yeah, you don't. You'd make your own party. You can win. I have experience. You can win an election with twenty eight percent of the vote. <laughs> That means I don't even have to be on the ballot on half the states. <laughs> well, I'd totally vote for you. Well, you wouldn't be able to because you live in California, <laughs> and I have no intention of getting on the ballot in California. <laughs> oh, okay. But we're going to win it anyway. You only need 28%, Karen. <laughs> it's thrilling when Jesse Ventura says your name. Yep. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Look, I served, I served in, the, uh, in the underwater demolitions team. <laughs> With a kill Gareth. He was a monster. He was a beast. <laughs> Let me tell you, he put the kill and kill Gareth. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> oh, Jesse, we're so happy to have you yeah, in the car again. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't mind riding passenger. I'm just, I'm heading from a Robert Kennedy Jr. rally. <laughs> oh, no. Where I was just standing in the back trying to steal focus. <laughs> Because we have largely an overlapping audience. <laughs> and and you, I'm heading currently to a Marianne Williamson rally where I'm going to do exactly the same thing. <laughs> oh, God. You're, not, I, I think I'm right. I don't think I, I, th- I think it's, I think I'm just asking questions. I don't think there's anything untoward about <laughs> asking a simple question. You're a Hollywood screenwriter. <laughs> You're a story. You you write stories. You understand the storylines. I do. Equally, I'm a professional wrestler. <laughs> I understand storylines. <laughs> Sometimes there's injuries that happen in the ring. What's wrong with a tease? What's wrong with a misdirect? What's 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 wrong with a red herring? I don't mind eating red herring. I have it on Fridays. I have red herring and 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 pickled regrets. <laughs> There's the title for your special. There day. we go. Oh god. Oh shit. Oh god. I'm not in the special. I'm Why? not. I'm, I'm not talking to James Adomian either. Of all the I'm people, I'm done with it. I'm not talking to him. Yeah. I let him go, and if he comes back begging, I'll say no way, Jose. You will. We're not not gonna no more friends with benefits either. <laughs> You guys are such a good pair, We're though. We're not going to trade wrestling moves just because it's lightly homoerotic. <laughs> no more of that. Those days are over. Those days are long over. He he cut me out of the special. Why? Because he said it was too much Minnesota. Right. Yeah. He said, what he said was, Jesse, he sat down to me and he said, Jesse, why are you in my house? And what I said was, look, I heard you're doing a special. I want to be in it. He said, how'd you know? I said, how would you know that I didn't? <laughs> I said, I know, look, look. And when I say look, it means that I don't think that they're looking at the situation correctly <laughs> as it is. And they have to look at it the way I see it. Yeah. I said, look, you need to have me in the special as a third party option. Neither a setup nor a punchline, but a liminal space. <laughs> And he said, Jesse, I'd love to. There's nothing I've done that's more popular than my impression of you. He said, Jesse, it's opened so many doors for me, but you're simply not in the news at all. Yeah. You're not relevant in any way. I can't, there's no way I could brute force jam you into a stand-up special without it looking like a really ham-fisted attempt at a man. Remember this guy? And I said, and I said, you son of a bitch. 
I said, you flabby jobber. You look like you're made of yesterday's muffins. Look at that body. I said, look at that body, McMahon. Even when I don't talk to him, I still have you to. Do talk grammatically, to I talk to him <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a grammatical, rhetorical <laughs> sense. Look at that body on him, McMahon. I think you miss McMahon. He looks like an Egg McMuffin got fell off a bird scooter. <laughs> well, here I am. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> yep, is, here this I is am. You. It's the, there looks like some re people ready to listen up on the left here. <laughs> yep, it's the, it's, it, I do some public service here. Nice. It's down at the, it's down at the <laughs> fine and dine. It's the five and dime, five and dime. Do you need us to pull over? Nope. Just, okay. Not at all. Just going to roll right out? I'm, I'm a Navy SEAL, and what that means is I'm not really a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I'm UDT, Underwater Demolitions <laughs> Team. It predates the Navy SEAL in the same way that the Anglo-Saxons could be said to predate the current day British people. Well, there it is. There's my destination. It's Spartan Massage and Spa. I'm jumping out. Here we go. It's time to tell them how to do a massage the right way. You find the bullet holes and you're working out from there. <laughs> I think he's suction cupping. Yeah. Oh my god! Suction cupping his way down the back yeah. of the Tesla. He downloaded his consciousness into the Tesla, and then he got physically out of the yeah, Tesla. Yeah. See, it's, it was like this. It was this blue light. <laughs> that happened on the sunroof and he kind of materialized. Yeah. Wow. He just kind of turned to a giant salamander. He is oh. a powerful, powerful presence, God. that man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can see this, but he's uh, he's 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 eating the raw dough at that pizza restaurant. Oh, no. Next to the spa. No. He's not going where he said he was going. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can hear him from here. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love the most about Jesse Ventura is I never watched wrestling. I've literally seen him talk four times, and that is one of my favorite things that you do. And you <laughs> aged him exactly nine years yes. from the last time. Like, oh, he's yes. slightly older. Yeah, right. he sounds a little, yeah, he's a little congested. Yeah, a that, little, a that little is more the grounded. Thing. He, he's, there's different eras of Jesse Ventura. Yeah. There's like young as the announcer in wrestling where he's, it's like, Wow, look at that move right there, McMahon. <laughs> he really put the... He taught him who's submissive and who's dominant. <laughs> and then that, and then there was Governor Ventura who was like, I'll tell you, everybody can shut up. <laughs> I don't care how beloved somebody is. Garrison Keeler can get stuffed. <laughs> I'm Minnesota now. And now... Now he's like... He's like... He's older and he shaved the mustache... And he's, he just looks, he looks like when you see him now, it's like, uh, I look like the guy at the Laguna Arts Festival <laughs> that makes the tie-dye shirts. <laughs> I look like I have, I, I have an ayahuasca retreat. <laughs> I don't need to do it anymore. I've, oh. I've gone down my path. Because he's a ponytail. And but I'm of... happy, I'm happy to yeah. guide others. <laughs> looking to, we're looking to find their shaman. <laughs> You did, you did change his look. Oh, my oh, God. Ow. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my jaw is sore. What if you named the special uh, Don't Look for Jesse Ventura Because He's Not Here? <laughs> right. Something like that. 
I feel like what would that? That's like that's a that's a. This is, I mean this in the sweetest way. That's like a Mike Kaplan stand-up title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the special is named after something that is not in the special, as it were, with an asterisk and a further title at the bottom of it. <laughs> Language is math. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was highly enjoyable. God are we, damn it. How are we doing on, uh, is it, do we wrap it up without doing the drop-off? That would be ridiculous, We're right? rolling. Yeah, would, that would be great. You know what? We ran a, a, <laughs> a different kind of podcast network. You know, we got to get back to our studio. We can drop you off here give you two bucks. <laughs> Contractually, we cannot continue with you in the car. No. <clears throat> well, we're close, though. We are close. We're moments away. We're cruising up on the, uh, the, the location of the, oh, we're in restaurant Evan right now. Yeah. And look, Little Armenia. Yep. Welcome to Little Armenia. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug as a wrap-up? Do yeah, you want sure. Is there any topic you as we, wanted it's to perfect. talk about? Yeah. Well, obviously, I have a stand-up special that um, is self-produced, and also I'm going to pass on it. Uh, <laughs> and so That's so uh, unfortunate. Just, you can do any... It's DIY. You can do anything that a network can do. <laughs> true. That's <Yeah>. very true. <laughs> so I can, I can give myself notes... And then when I address my own notes, then go, oh, you didn't address your own notes. And then use that as an excuse to pass on my own project. (laughs) Just like a network. Yeah, yeah. sure. (laughs) So that'll come out at some point this fall. Um, and, and do you think you'll put it on YouTube? Probably YouTube. We've talked about just putting it on USB sticks. (laughs) Throwing it out an airplane. (laughs) It's not a bad idea to give someone a hard copy. That would, and, but then, but show up in like a cyberpunk future yeah. where you're like, and have stage some like laser cops to arrest you <laughs> and be like, and be like, this is the truth. And you throw like 50 USB sticks out and one person will pick it up and like, listen to it. Like, Fuck man. It is the truth. That's, that's But then I have to get like laser tased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's guerrilla street marketing. Yeah, they'd be like, do, do not, do not pick up any of the little. <laughs> I would see, I'm giving someone a really good idea because I don't have the budget to do that. <laughs> Wait, do the, do the RoboCop voice of do not pick up any of the Do not pick up any of the USB sticks. <laughs> the universal, the universal system bus <laughs> must be returned to its rightful owners. Halt! Halt! You are in possession of unauthorized comedy. It's the future! <laughs> Silence him! Uh, that's it. Well, that's a great plug. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'll be, um, that'll be out soon. Or, uh, censored. And here we are in <laughs> In Little Armenia, it's appropriate. It's appropriate at the moment. I want to plug uh, a couple of charities, given the, the crisis happening there. Yeah. Yes. Um, Sorry, my sister's calling. <laughs> no, you see, they don't let you talk about Armenian stuff. That's anyway. right. No, that's a crisis announcement alarm. My that sister... happened to me when I was on CNN too. <laughs> she actually works for the government. Mm-hmm. So, backstory, catch up. Azerbaijan attacked Armenia and. Ethnically cleansed 120,000 people from Artsakh. Oh, fuck. At this moment, they're still uh, uh, forcing out tens of thousands of people a day. And nobody knows who's surviving and who's not going to survive yet. Um, They had a kill list of 400 people. Uh, There were 30,000 children forced to evacuate. No. And um, 
some kids have died, elderly women, men, um, and also uh, many have survived and been forced into, suddenly forced into the neighboring country of Armenia. Um, because it's illegal to enter Azerbaijan if you're an Armenian person. And so they've been putting this line out in the media where it's like, no, we could be trusted to have an Armenian minority, but also we don't acknowledge the previous genocide and we're going to kill people when we get out. Jesus. Our hands on it. So it's a really bad situation. There's good things that are being done. I would just ask people to educate yourself, follow what's happening. You can always follow their media network. And I, all these I'm going to name are on Instagram because that's, I feel, where, where people go. Ver Media Network, Zartonk Media, and this is all spelled phonetically, believe it or not. What? <laughs> um, Ver? Ver Media Network, mm -hmm. Zartonk Media, um, Armenian Alliance, Bridging the Borders, um, ANCA, which is the Armenian National Committee of America, many other organizations, Huri Riggs. Galas, which is the Gay and Lesbian Armenian Society based here in Los Angeles. And there's many more organizations and everybody's helping each other. And there is a charity push for, um, I think it's called All For Armenia. I'm going to double check. It's linked on my Instagram page. It's a joint fundraiser that people are doing on Instagram. It's basically supporting the refugees and survivors of this genocide that's happened in, in Artsakh uh, in the last two weeks. And much like the first genocide, so many people don't know about it's, it. It's, yeah. it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's a, it's a all for Armenia, and it's a coalition of a bunch of different charities. There's a fundraising link on my Instagram, and I'm trying to put it out in other places as I'm able to. And yes, the the media coverage has been abhorrent yeah. and non-existent. Uh, the New York Times, there was a nine-month blockade, starvation blockade. Yeah. The Turks of Azerbaijan <clears throat> cut off... Armenia, uh, Artsakh and refused to let in any supplies and periodically cut the power off in the water and so forth. And, um, the New York times didn't write an article about it for nine months. And then they suddenly just like yesterday wrote an article where the sub headline said, no one in, in, a, in a development, no experts saw coming. The Armenians oh, wow. are now being removed from Nagorno-Karabakh. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people saw it. You just didn't, you yeah. chose not to. The BBC is very bad too. That actually, this bit is in my stand-up special where I make fun of the BBC's Ar Armenia coverage, where they're like, Armenia, a land far beyond the boundaries of human empathy. What is <laughs> Armenia? Do they deserve human rights? Up next, this hour to discuss this matter, a sitting official in the Turkish government, and also an executive at a petroleum corporation. <laughs> Is that part of what it's about? Oh, yeah. There's a very lucrative pipeline from Baku to Sehan in Turkey, in what's now Turkey. It used to be um, Armenian and not Turkish. But there's a huge lucrative pipeline that they built in the last 25 years. And it's an oil pipeline taking Caspian Sea oil and gas. There's actually three different pipelines, but they run right next to each other. And they take... Um, uh, they're owned, uh, majority is owned by BP, British Petroleum, and then the other shares are um, uh, Chevron and Shell and I believe Sokar, the Azerbaijani oil company, and then a couple of other ones. So another thing you could do to help Armenians, which also helps you help the world, 
is boycott BP, Chevron, and Shell. And people, nobody ever seems to want to do any boycott. Yeah. But yeah, the same the same forces that are killing the planet are killing the Armenians. It's happening at the same time. Yeah, that one is one that you can do. It's it yeah, just, just don't go to BP. Don't yeah. go to Chevron Mobile. Don't go to Shell. What does that what does that leave behind? Maybe Arco. Maybe <laughs> maybe Sinclair. Maybe you need an electric car like a Tesla. Hey. I want Sinclair to be an okay one. They have those uh, the little dragon sculptures. It looks cute. I yeah. haven't looked it up. I don't know if they're good or not. It looks cute. They're also killing a ton of people. Yeah, of course. It's the way of the world. But I think Ideally, you know, get, I... get out of your cars if you can. Stop driving. Uh-oh. And, you know, if you have a lifestyle where you don't drive much and occasionally you need to get a, a ride somewhere, have fewer people who offer those services like this podcast, Do You Need a Ride? Yeah. Who are there for, you know, last mile service for people who don't usually drive, but <laughs> once in a while, sure, I'll yeah, take a ride. Yeah, in this car. It's all electric. Uh, and we, we only take two two hours to bring you to the bank for a simple... <laughs> <laughs> so what if it took two hours? Yeah. It's, it's up to us. James, though, I've seen you on Blue Sky because I can't be on Twitter anymore. Yeah. But... I tried I, to get off, but then I was in the process of getting off, but then this Armenian crisis happened. Right. Earlier. And I've seen you, but on Blue Sky, mostly posting about this and just going, wow, it really bums me out that James Adomian seems to be one of the only people or one of the only any place that is talking about it. I this. don't yeah. like... There are other people talking about it, but you have to like follow the people I'm reposting and stuff. Right, and, right, right. And there's there are great journalists on the ground doing work who aren't. There are many Armenian journalists, many who aren't, who are who um, are very close to what's happening and following it. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to do this. It's like I know it's not funny, and it's like I, I have fans and stuff. And you know when your ears are burning and you're like, I can tell people are like, this sure isn't funny. <laughs> And it's like, I know it isn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but also I'm a human being and I, no one else is talking about yes, it. Yes, it's important. It's and important. So you can blame the Turks for me not being funny about uh, <laughs> the, the latter-day Armenian genocide. Well, um, I like not funny James Adomian as much as I like funny James Adomian. I love Thanks, I'm trying to... I love I'm James looking Adomian. for an exit strategy <laughs> no, from I'm, the industry. And that's not what I'm turning it into, but I really, I, I mean it. Uh, and not in a conclusionary way, but we are in front of your place. That's nice. <laughs> Thanks for dropping me off back here in Sherman Oaks, where I live. I miss you. I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's been a while. It's nice to see you. It's yeah. great to see you, Karen. Yeah, I, I know. You don't have to look at the road for a second. Just I know. Just for a moment. It's a fun have a time. human moment. <laughs> God me. forbid. Back of the head or nothing, James. <laughs> he, yeah. won't, he won't no. turn. He doesn't, want, neck. You. He doesn't is, want you to see the scars. He's crying. He's crying yeah, right you now. Just see he's crying. He's like, you get out of that car. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. I don't miss you at all. Um, well, thanks. Do I keep the microphone? No. No. They're expensive. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs>
I'm so glad <laughs> we to hear must you come about together. <laughs> come together in rideshare, in public transit, <laughs> in small locally sourced podcasts. <laughs> yes. We must come together in the interest of radical transparency. <laughs> So that once again, the bottom 90% will be able to have an equal playing field against the top 1% of the top 10% of the top 2% of the, let's say 5% of 17% of 29,000. And that's just pure math. It's hard to visualize. You were right. You've always been right, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> so is his mic still on oh i didn't even i i'm that loud i didn't even use no, the microphone it's okay it works it'll still work they're good mics that's why you can't leave with it when i was born in the late 19th century they handed me a loudspeaker and i said no thank you. follow do you need a ride on apple podcasts Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.